Welcome to Mountain Grace, the weekly sermon from me, John White, priest at St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Camillus, New York. This week we are lifting our eyes to see God in the midst of grief and loss. reading from the epistle to the Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, the word of the Lord. Please be seated. I think the only way to describe this this week for me is crappy. It was a crappy week. Um, we had two deaths in our parish family, Pat Smarzo, who passed away on Saturday, um, and then Fred Murator, who died Tuesday. Um, and so two deaths in our community has, has weighed heavily, and I've spent time uh, with, with those folks. And... And even when it's a beautiful life, long lived, and, and the death is as good and gracious as that can be, it's still a loss. And when it's a surprise and unexpected, and at a time when, when things should be uh, much different, it's even harder. But to have two of these things back to back, it's just, it's crappy. I don't really know another, I'm sure I could come up with a much better word than that, but it just kind of really what resonates with me. And I think, you know, at this time of year, um, we, we always kind of stand half looking forward and, and half looking back. And Christmas is a time filled with nostalgia. We remember Christmas like it used to be. We watch old movies. Um, we, we put up the trees and maybe we use the same ornaments that, that someone in our family handed down to us. We have ornaments that, that belong to my grandparents. And, and so there's always a bit of Christmas which is about sort of reimagining, rethinking about the past. At the same time, we, we look forward and we anticipate what Christmas will be without, without people we've loved, without things the way they used to be without something or other, right? That, that as time marches on, our losses increase. Grief and, and sorrow, I think that's the spirit of Advent. That's really what Advent is all about. It's what, it's what the stories today are pointing to, that, that Israel in the time of John the Baptist is a place filled with, 
with grief and with longing for what they had had and what they had lost and a desire to, to recapture some of that, but without an understanding of how. At this time of year, especially where we live, as it gets darker and darker and darker, we, we put even more and more and more into what we anticipate, I think. And I think that sometimes we are just sort of come straight up against something that makes that, that hard. And for me, that's what this week was like. That as I'm looking forward to what Christmas will be like, and I still have, you know, like little kids at home, and it's going to be, it'll be over by like seven o'clock in the morning, but it's going to be, you know, rapturous. And yet, in the midst of that, I'm also dealing with this loss and, of course, the reminders of, of those that I have celebrated with in the past who won't be with me and the way things that we have done won't work out exactly that way this year. Grief is, I think, an important part of this, this season of this time of year. It's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. And, you know, I think back... I think back to the very first time someone invited me to church on Christmas Eve. You know, I've told this story before. The first, you know, that was my first real entree into, into the life of faith. Someone invited me to a Christmas Eve service. And I was, I don't know, 23, 24? It was a long time ago. And it was the craziest, weirdest thing I had ever participated in, I'm sure. You know, there's like incense and, and the music. This church, it was a big church. They had like, they had an orchestra up in the choir loft. I mean, they really, they really did up Christmas Eve. And I've been reflecting on that, on what was it about that experience that made me want to come back the next year and the year after that, and the year after that, for 10 years until I decided to maybe go on a different day of the year as well. And I, I think back to now, I think back to Moses at the burning bush. Do you remember what God says to Moses? First thing he tells Moses, of course, is to take off his shoes. But the second thing that God tells Moses is, I have heard the cries of my people. I have seen their distress. That's the message that John delivers to Israel. John is the burning bush to the people. John tells them that their God has seen their cries and known their distress. And he is about to answer that. In Jesus, in Jesus, we are given a priceless gift. That in the midst of the darkening days and the, and the, and the griefs that we carry and the sorrows that, that have marked our lives in the face of loss, John tells us that God is about to give us the gift of hope. Jesus is our hope. That whatever we're going through, Jesus promises to be with us. That whatever we encounter, we don't have to encounter it alone. 
and that Jesus promises us that our existence, that the things that we go through can have purpose and they can have meaning and they can be transformative in our lives. That God has heard our cries and seen our distress and has sent his only son to be with us, to show us how to live and to give us the promise of eternal life. And when I think back on that experience at that first Christmas Eve and the Christmas Eves that followed, I think what I encountered and what drew me back year after year was I was in the presence of a community rooted in hope. And I think all of us need that. We need to be reminded that our cries are heard and our sorrows are seen and that tomorrow can be better. That the things that weigh us down can be lifted up and that we don't have to lift them by ourselves. That, that in community, we are, we are Christ to one another. We, we lift up each other's burdens and we carry them. And, and Christmas is really all about that. It's about that celebration of hope, of possibility, of what, what can be. And that, that sometimes we get lost in the Advent season of longing. But Jesus reminds us that, that we are created not just to live in this moment, but also in tomorrow. And that tomorrow can be different. Tomorrow can be fuller. Tomorrow can be better. And that the world we live in, the world that we live in, which is beset by, by darkness and evil, and that longs for deliverance can be delivered and that we can be partners with God in that deliverance. That as people who follow Christ, we are people of hope. We are, we are the light in the darkness, Jesus calls us. And we are called to, to put our lights on the lampstand and not to hide it. That as we walk through the world, we are called to be beacons of that hope. And to be to, to people like I was, and probably like all of us have been at different times in our lives, who, who needed a reminder that hope is not a foolish feeling. That hope is the fertile ground of the great and the good. No good thing has ever happened in this world without the hope and expectation that it could be accomplished. And so Jesus invites us and reminds us that our cries are heard, our distress has been seen, and our God has offered us a path of deliverance in relationship to Christ, and most importantly, in relationship to one another. We are called to be a community of faith, first and foremost. And that this gathering that we go through week after week, it matters. It matters for the world. It matters for us. Amen.